Welcome to Two Girls Who Read, a podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Lily, and this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything book-related. This week's topic is why we left book talk. scared i'm just scared the girlies are scared and i'm i was actually about to say i was like i think most of you found us off of book talk but then i realized that most of our new listeners we did like a poll on one of our most previous episodes and most of them were new like listeners within the last three months and we put book talk like a year ago yeah so, so for context this podcast originally the tagline for two girls who read a podcast was um a podcast where two book talkers come together and discuss all book related topics. But yeah. now it's just two readers. Like we're not book talkers. And that there's was, a reason for that. Yeah, <laughs> and that was what made us special. So just to prove, I guess, our quali- almost our qualifications of how early into book talk we were, because something that I do think we can give ourselves credit for is like, we were, well, at least Lily was. I, I came a bit later, but Lily was definitely one of the OG book talkers. And we're talking, well, we were as early as the biggest book talk drama was Avery's bookshelf with the yeah, bucket hats. Yeah, with her bucket hats and her, oh, she said that she didn't like reading books about POC people or LGBTQ people because she couldn't relate to them. Yeah, so we, that was the big drama at the time. That was the first person who ever got cancelled off of book <laughs> and certainly not the last. <laughs> yes, including present company. <laughs> um, no, but I started book talk in March of 2020, which that was so long ago. I started was, like two months after you, I think like may yeah. yeah yeah like march 2020 so i guess so everything on my account is still up not a single thing has been deleted or privated at the book readers yeah it's at the book readers which I, can I, is at the no end. no not anymore i changed it back. oh okay which i think that just shows like i feel like that username was a pretty good username yeah. you know what i mean that's how early i was there you guys oh, i have the same thing so my username was it at it's olivia grace yeah and it had no underscores. I remember this. Yeah. And I will forever kick myself because I TikTok early enough that I put Olivia Grace in. Yeah. And I could have it. Like Olivia Grace, no underscores, nothing. Like no it's. You know how mm-hmm. good of a username that is? You know how many white bitches are named Olivia <laughs> Grace on this planet? But you know why I didn't do it? it was because I thought I was going to be a YouTuber and all my other, ins- like, my Instagram for my YouTube and whatever, it was It's Olivia Grace. So I was like, well, I don't want my fans getting confused. Not the fans. Because I was like, I'm not going to be a TikToker. I'm more of a YouTube Instagram girly. <laughs> so I, if they're going to come to find my TikTok, they're going to be from my Instagram. And I don't want them getting confused. So I gave up that bomb-ass username for It's Olivia Grace. And then later I added the underscores because I wanted it to be harder for people to find me. Yes. And yeah, I'm yeah. sorry to say, guys, you will not be able to go watch Olivia's old TikToks. And we'll get already to, full. And we'll get to why <laughs> later it's in the episode. private now. But Bye. I will give a shout out to my author TikTok, which has <laughs> the occasional post. But also it's called at OG.steel. 
um because your girl is a creative writing student and wanna be author. So in case you guys don't know, <laughs> I have a Wattpad story. I'm not ashamed of it. Dare I say it's good. And Dare you say it? Dare you say it? <laughs> it was like, no. <laughs> but you know, I really like my readers over there. It's a fun little community. We get they just gas me up every time I post a chapter. I posted a new one for the first time in like months yesterday and they're all being like, Wow. I'll let the group chat. It's just a fun... I think it's a fun It's time. just fun, yeah. So, I guess we're just going to get into, like... I think we should both start with, like, how we started on TikTok and then where it all went wrong. So, just give a brief little intro. <laughs> give a brief little intro. Should I start? Because you kind of started you off go. of me a you little go. bit. So, okay. So, I started, like I said, in, like, March of 2020... And like a lot of people, it was the pandemic and I was super bored. And I used to read a lot when I was growing up, but I didn't, I hadn't read for a few years. But I remember seeing, she's still on here actually, but like Kate's books or whatever, you know, her with like her whole room. It's like, she's like 2000 books or something. She's actually remained pretty unproblematic considering she was like one of the first book talkers as well. She hasn't been in any drama that I've seen. Mm, Yeah. But anyway, her, most people probably know her. Um, I saw she posted a video of like a bookshelf tour and everyone was freaking out over how, how pretty her shelves were. And I didn't have near what she did, but I'm like, my bookshelf is kind of pretty. Like, I feel like I could post that. I was, I was bored. I was looking for that validation from strangers on the internet. So I decided to like post a video and I actually started it with my friend who I, cause I was too scared to like have an online presence by myself for some reason. And especially um, in books, like, that was a new thing. Like, nobody was doing that. No one was doing it. So I was like, oh, we could have a chance here. There's not a lot of other people on this thing. So um, me and my friend created the account. And then I posted the first video. And I remember within, like, an hour, it had, like, a thousand views. And I remember being like, oh, my God, we are famous. We are in business. And so we posted a bunch more videos. And then I think our second or third video got, like, 500,000 views or something. Um, like did your first video end up getting like a million or something not the first one yeah. it was like the third one or something oh. it got five hundred thousand views right away and then i think it climbed up to pretty close to a million over time but like within the first day or two it was like over a hundred thousand it was just ridiculous That's this crazy. there's nobody on this side of tiktok yet so it's just yeah ridiculous like, your rex like Lily's Rex, you we went back and looked at her videos because we just find it so funny that this is a part of our life. But literally on Lily's first videos, the comments are oh, every single video is like oh, or every single comment on the video is going oh, these are such good Rex. I don't read. I've been wanting to get yeah. back into reading. Or yeah, just like nobody was. <laughs> reading it was like a new concept new trendy it, it was a new thing. concept recommending books on tiktok yeah, yeah it was ridiculous and so because i remember even like this uh kate's books girl um she was really just obviously i, I know she recommends a lot of books now but she was really just kind of making a name for herself because she had also just started and she was like one of the first i think and she was really just making a name for herself because like her bookshelves and room was like ridiculously cool and then I remember I didn't know what to post because I actually at the time hadn't read a full book in a really long time, if I'm being honest, um, which kind of gets into how Olivia and I met because she started a book club and I was like, I need to read books to post about on my TikTok page that just went viral. It goes to show how fake it <laughs> Yeah, can it yeah. can be. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And so I remember I was just recommending books that I had read a few years ago because I didn't know what else to post. I couldn't 
talk about like the current trendy books or whatever so I was just recommending books from years ago that I had read and by years I meant like two years before um and so then that just really took off and I really became known as like book recommendation girly which I grew to hate (laughs) which I'll talk about um but yeah so that's how I got started and then it just skyrocketed from there until I quit about a year and a half later like mid 2021 I think you what stats did you finish with like what were your followers in your life I had like like 21,000 followers or something like that and then in one year yeah and like I feel like I see a lot of book talkers now like really jumping up in followers so much quicker but I remember like at the time that was like you were one of the most followed yeah nobody had over 100k like I remember seeing people with like 40k and being like wow that is just ridiculous like I can't believe that yeah and so yeah I had about 20k I don't remember how many likes a couple million likes I don't know I feel like a year and a half or two years ago the kind of tier ranking was if you had over 40k it was like wow you're like a really successful book talker oh it was crazy if you're 20k you're like that's impressive like you could get like brand deals with that you know oh definitely and if you were 10k that was like commendable yeah anything less than 10k like 1000 to 10k that you were like oh that's like more than average but most people were like struggling to get past the first a thousand followers i would say so my i think where book talk really went downhill for me oh you're just going right there i feel like we jumped a few well no 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 no. but what i was gonna say like obviously i'm gonna get into it in more detail but like just a little thing i want to go to in my start thing i guess i went from zero followers to ten thousand followers in three weeks that's insane and so then i feel like you can't top that you know what i mean and so i'm just gonna leave it at that and then once olivia tells her little story then i'm gonna well i was just gonna say that i'm gonna get into that (laughs) segue because uh this goes into like lily's story really like gives a good perspective on one side of how social media can go Mm -hmm. and then mine's like a different story of success almost because for lily it's like overnight instant success i was not the same um i (laughs) was not the same (laughs) i literally remember so this is kind of would be a funny thing for people to hear uh who listen to the podcast but when we started this podcast it was like oh i want to start a book podcast but no one's gonna listen to it me i need some like star power (laughs) so that's why i went and like kind of sucked up to lily a bit i was like come do a podcast with me and just for additional context she asked me this on a live stream because i used to go live every night on tiktok that was was my thing she was known as the book rec girl and the the live yeah like there's still people who follow me on instagram from the like my personal instagram account not a bookstagram from my lives that will comment on my personal Instagram. And be like, I miss the lives. I'm like, stop it. People from my personal life don't know about this. You need to leave. <laughs> um, but no, in all seriousness. But she asked me that on a live stream. And to show just how much of an impact that was, I moved to Australia now. Well, and, yeah. we're f- and we have an apartment together. Because she asked me on a live stream to be in her yeah. podcast. Because she wanted some clout. Yeah. But, but to put this into perspective, though, like, Lily was at 20K. I started, so I guess for a little bit of pre, like, a prequel, it's also both 
I was on YouTube. I was trying mm-hmm. to hustle as a YouTuber <laughs> and make it as a YouTuber. I wanted to be like, uh, like Hannah Maloche, like Marla Catherine, like the dote girls, which I'm yeah. so glad I didn't end up being one of those, but probably for the best. Yeah. The best. At that time, like that's what I wanted to be. But, um, it just wasn't working for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. And, uh, basically I was at a point in my social media career where I've been literally YouTube videos are so hard to make. I was putting in minimum six hours of effort into those YouTube videos a week, like for weekly uploads. And in two years I had gained, I think it was 200 subscribers or so 300 maybe. And the mo and I had a total of like ten thousand views and like one hundred videos, which to put that into perspective is not a lot because there are YouTube cha- like a hundred videos is like a lot of videos for a YouTube channel. A lot of your most yeah. favorite YouTubers who have like billions of views have a hundred videos. Like that's true, yeah. So it's not a lot, and it was really getting to a point where. I put so much effort into this thing and with social media you see so many people like talk about oh you just got to keep going and you got to keep going and it's not an overnight success thing but I'm confidently saying now as somebody who has managed to reach some virality on the internet it really is luck like a hundred percent like yeah there's like obviously there's things you can do but none of them really get you that far they might just get you a little bit far. because you know the things that can really help you it's looking pretty and talking about something that people haven't really started caring about yet that's what it is yeah that's the that's the brutal truth of it but then also there's the thing that with the internet it's like you could have both those things but if the algorithm doesn't show it to anyone there's nothing you can do about that that's so true yeah and something as, as well like with youtube it's impossible to get a following with like YouTube. I find it's especially now. Especially like, now, you would have started in like 2010 when it exactly. first started. Like I don't know how many people care about this now because I think people are starting to get some clarity and they're like, I don't want to be an influencer. Um, but if I know that there are some people, I feel like a lot of people always in the back of their head like, oh, could I? Like, could I, yeah. I put effort in? If you're gonna put effort into anything, you have to like do TikTok because it's the only algorithm that. If you do post enough on, you will eventually get something. Like You'll get something out of it, but it might not be worth it, as we're about to tell you in exactly. our story. <laughs> I, so I was posting on YouTube for two years, and then Lily introduced me to this book talk thing, and I was like, oh, this is taking off. And Because we both followed each other on Instagram, because I also had a YouTube channel back in yeah. the day. And we were put in one of those small YouTuber group chats together, so we just followed each other. And yeah. then... And then you That's, invited me to come on one of your lives. I invited her. I was like, you should come watch my live. I'm actually really famous on this little app called TikTok. No, I'm so <laughs> sure. no, because these small YouTuber group chats, like everyone had like 200 subscribers. Like every like like for like made a difference. And then yeah. was like, I my TikTok live and I was like, oh, this like a charity case. <laughs> and then I went on her live and I saw she had 18K at the time. And I was like... No, it wouldn't have been that much at the time. It was, I remember. You had 18K when I first followed you. It was that number. Yeah, and I was like... <laughs> not even being impressed at yourself. Yeah. And so... Okay. Um, yeah, it was 18K when I followed you. And I was like, oh my God, like she's famous. Like why are you in a small YouTuber's group chat? Anyway, so, then I, so then I was like, you know, this is a 
business move for my <laughs> social media career. I have to be in cahoots with her. This isn't. This is how our friendship started. <laughs> and you know what's funny about this? Hearing this out of her mouth right now, she didn't ask me to join this podcast for like two months after like joining this. I mean, so it's you were a long game. You were slowly building a relationship. <laughs> this is our friendship, Olivia. <laughs> Was based on. Let me be clear. When I first met you, I was like, "This is my podcast co-host." It was just one of those things where, at the start of the year, I didn't even remember writing in my. At the start of 2020, I don't even remember putting this in my New Year's resolutions. But it was like start a podcast, and I don't even remember writing that down. But then I started doing the social media thing, the TikTok thing, and I remember like my second video on TikTok got a hundred views. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like. I've been working my ass off on YouTube for two years and when a video got 100 views, that was a success for me. And then I did this like 10 second video and it was like, put a finger down. And it was like immediate 100 views. I was like, why am I putting all my time and energy into YouTube when this is a video that took me five minutes to make, I get 100 views. Imagine if I put 10 minutes into a TikTok, an hour into a TikTok, like I started thinking just it made more sense. And then obviously since I was also kind of, this is like a thing that if you are a little YouTube kid, you kind of naturally get a knack for like marketing, I feel like, and trends and you get like a business ideology. Especially when you watch all those videos that are like how to gain yes. subscribers, you know what I exactly. mean? Like, And so my little kind of like entrepreneurial brain was like, well clearly the return on investment in a tiktok's a lot more than a youtube video and then on top of that if you're looking at trends this book thing's really (laughs) taking off so then i just started making videos about books and it was just again the luck thing right place right time because literally like i've made but i made book talks for a month and a half before tiktok really picked up on me i would say yeah like they were all i think a big a of like successful book talk for me was like getting a thousand views mm. and i actually remember the first video that really really went viral i started in may and it was a few days before my birthday in august on august 30th um and i did a video and it was me doing a glow up it was a glow up video and i was like oh like oh look at me i'm like pretty now and then it got like 150,000 views overnight. And I was like, this is just a vi- level of virality I never thought I would reach, like in a million years. Mm-hmm. And so many nights of me wanting to be like a YouTuber, like there were so many moments where I said, I always said to myself, oh, if I just had a video that reached a million views or 100,000 views, like I would make a career out of that. I don't know. For me, it was always, like... Because, again, like, I also had YouTube as well. And I remember always just saying, I was like, look, if I had just one video Mm. get that many views, 10,000 views, you know, like, 100,000... And I even had YouTube videos get over 10,000 views. I had YouTube videos. I had a few that got over 10,000 views. And... But that's besides the point. But I would say, like, oh, so if I just got more than 10,000 views on YouTube. And then with TikTok, because it was a little bit easier to get views, I'd be like, oh, just, if I get ever get more than 100,000 views, I would be happy. Exactly. But you're never happy. You're nev- my third video, like, this is all still there. You can go look at it. It has, like, 600,000 views, if I remember yeah. correctly. Third video I ever posted on TikTok, like, 
And do you think I was happy? Like, I was happy, but I was like, we have to replicate this. Exactly. You're happy for a moment and then you go, how am I going to top this? Because like you next look around, a million. Because, yeah, you get a hundred, like, I got 150,000 views and I was like, I looked around and I was like, oh, I'm still sad. Or, oh, I'm not famous. Or, oh, my bags aren't packed and I don't have a ticket booked to LA. What's happening? I, yeah. So, I was it like. It really humbles you because you have this whole idea in your head of, like, what happens when you go, quote, unquote, viral. Yeah. And then when that doesn't happen, when you go viral, it just, you're like, you're well, like, I must have done something wrong. Exactly. You're like, I must not be entertaining enough. How can I make myself, like, what facets of myself can I draw on and completely exploit to strangers on the internet for validation that will create success that is tangible? Because all of social media, it's not tangible. 99% of it is not. Like comments you can't touch those you can't feel those you're not being told those they're being typed out and you're reading them on a screen a 2d screen and like likes you can't feel that like you can try and grasp it but well it's not a thing i really i don't get it and this is i'm gonna cut oh are you done tell like you finish your little intro oh sorry and then i'll go on i'll just quickly wrap it up with so yeah basically i started taking off after like three months like slowly but surely and then honestly i think like us doing the podcast kind of i I gave you the clout you were looking for looking for that's what i'm trying to say you were like the sugar mama of um clout for me but I will say I had by the when we started the podcast I had a thousand and I didn't actually gain. I feel like when we started the podcast, it's not like doing the podcast gave me like immediate followers because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you're from the podcast or whatever. But I think it more just made people. It made me a familiar face because even our podcast TikTok that was doing well straight that away. Was doing well, you're right. And we yeah. started that. That was getting like tens of thousands of views straight off the bat and then people were talking about it i remember i joined people's people lives were talking about it i would join random book talkers lives who i was a fan of and then they'd be like oh i saw you're doing a podcast with lily like that was it was weird because i definitely feel like the podcast is this thing that kind of made people be like oh lily and olivia like they're they're the girls of the podcast oh they're like book talkers they're like taking this quite seriously because i definitely feel at that point too people didn't really know what to do with the success that BookTok was giving them because publishing industries hadn't really found out about BookTok yet. No, that was the thing. Like, I feel like I didn't fully reap the benefits that I would if I got viral on BookTok now. Exactly. Because I did get sent some arcs. Like, I I got sent some good arcs and stuff through my time. But definitely, like, I see what the BookTokers are getting now. Oh, yeah. And it's ridiculous. Like, no offense if you're a book talker. Congratulations. I'm jealous of jealous, you. Yeah. But at the time, like, they weren't really doing stuff like that. No, not at all. And, like, the TikTok Creator Fund wasn't a thing. People weren't making no. money. No one made money, yeah. Uh, we never made money because TikTok Creator Fund isn't in Canada or Australia, which is weird um but yeah like nobody was making money and so i remember the big thing that people did they were like oh what's a book talkers version of merch like how can i reap benefits from this and everyone was like i'm gonna write a book <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone was like, everyone was i'm writing a book phase and i oh yeah i did 
Yeah, interesting. Um, I mean, clearly it went a bit too far with me. I'm in a creative writing degree now. She's, yeah, she's committed. <laughs> I'm a bit more committed than the rest. But it was like, I'm, st- I'm writing a book or like I'm starting a podcast. And we did both. <laughs> and we could not get enough of the fame. Our five seconds of fame, we tried to make them ten seconds long. <laughs> yeah, we were just attention whores. No, um, no but it was just weird. Because then after that, like, I think once we got a momentum going, it was kind of upward spiral the thing that really got me going though was akatar i started talking about akatar you started talking about akatar and you really blew up yeah that was what it was for me and i would recite every and once i saw that i was like oh this is how i get my in into book talk like it's akatar so everything about my page was oh my god like akatar this akamath that like oh my god nestor and nestor and cassie and this like three stand and fire that and um but then I do try and give myself credit though because I could have very easily become like the Akatar girl, which I do think to some people I probably was. Yeah. But I also did other things too, like, and I branched out a bit. And if I look back at my page, the things that I went viral in, it was quite diverse. It was like, I was, because then once I started going viral in Akatar, I started posting things about like other things that I liked, like Teen Wolf and... I have things like Grishaverse stuff. I have Percy Jackson stuff. Uh, even though I haven't read the Percy Jackson series, which goes <laughs> to show how fake BookTok can yeah. be. Yeah, don't trust your favorite book Don't book-talkers. trust your favorite BookTokers because, yeah. I They're lying to you. Literally. People would follow me for Percy Jackson content and see me as a Percy Jackson creator. And I have never read Percy Jackson, so that was awkward. Um, yeah, and... Honestly, dare I say, majority of the content that I did get super well known for in viral in though was the stuff that I never wanted to go viral. That was very true for both of us. For I both think. of us. Yeah. And it's truth is it's probably true for most people. <laughs> yeah, I always see people being like, Of course this is the video that went viral and that's very true. It's so true because you'll put so much effort into one thing and then it's that random video where you look like an absolute potato sack and you're like talking about something that you really don't care about but it's just other people are talking about it and then of course that's the thing that goes viral and you're like oh interesting yeah Um, yeah so then once that happened but even then i i went for a year and a bit I posted way more videos daily than Lily did. Like, that's just a fact. It was I was consistent. I posted two videos a day every single day, which is still a lot. But you posted a lot more. I would range from anywhere from at least three to sometimes 12 a day. 12 TikToks in one day. That was insane. I I had a strategy where I would just keep going until one got over 10,000 at one point. That was my strategy. I was like no yeah like i have to i would post like 10 because i just got obsessed with the probability of it all i was like okay it's fine olivia because if you spend like thinking of like a job like you do three hour shifts at work right you could make like millions becoming an influencer so this three hours could be better than any minimum wage job like the logic didn't make any sense but when you're this getting that much validation in it, you you can't stop. It's insane. It's very addicting. And I guess, like, for me, stuff was going well very... It was going very well at the beginning. I told you, like, three weeks in, 10,000 followers. It was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like I said at the beginning, I started this TikTok with a friend. And she ended up dropping out, like, a few 
weeks into the whole thing and i she didn't necessarily drop out but i was really the only one posting so it's kind of just an unspoken thing that i was the one running the page and she the one thing i will say it was really good that she helped me start it because she never wanted to like show her face Mm. and so to kind of keep up with the aesthetic of it all i didn't show my face either because it would be a bit weird you know Mm. and so we really just it it wasn't personal really because like i said like i was like the book recommendations girl it's really hard to make that personal i guess yeah and so i was going strong for quite a while and i remember every single one of my videos like was getting at least like 20 30,000 views like at the minimum like every single one in a row and then some of them were getting like 500,000 and then i remember my first video which is almost at 2 million views now but i remember it got to a million really quickly and I remember it was another book recommendations video and like this video like the way it is like where it was taken the song the filter that's on is just ingrained in my mind like yeah yeah. because I remember my dogs in like the first intro shot of it like she's just chilling outside (laughs) like um and it was a video where I did like books that talk about like sensitive subjects or something and I remember there was a part one to this that had like 300,000 likes and this was the part two and because I was like 300,000, that's or not 300,000 likes, but views. And I was I like, remember wow. what the video was like, book, what was it like, books that made you cry or something? No, it was like books that handled sensitive subjects well or something okay, like that. Yeah. And I would tell you what the thing was and then show the book. Yeah. I don't know how that idea came to me, but for some reason. Um, Men- it's mental illness. It's mental illness. And no, but. I remember I so I posted part one had three hundred thousand views. So I was like, I got to do part two because that was one of my best videos, um, and then it got like one million views, like like that, right? And I remember that was like the first time I ever got hate, which was ridiculous because I wasn't even in the video, so I don't really know what they yeah. could find to hate on. And I remember a few of the books in the video I talked about. They talked about eating disorders, and obviously it's like a trigger warning i'm like this book talks about eating disorders maybe don't read it if you're struggling with an eating disorder something you mentioned trigger warnings weren't a thing at this time trigger warnings were not a thing at this time they weren't and i didn't put like a straight like i didn't because it wasn't a thing i didn't put trigger warning no but i said this book talks about eating disorders in my mind that is implied (laughs) that if you have an eating disorder and you're really struggling maybe that book's not right for you but if you just want to learn about it or maybe if you have had one but you're in a better place or something you want to like i don't know but how old are you when you're making this like 17 yeah so you're 17 it's yeah. crazy that you're expected to be of this level of maturity yeah, right? so <laughs> i didn't really think much of it and then i remember like so many of my comments being like you triggered my eating disorder again like now i'm in my full-fledged eating disorder again and i know that's not like a very it's not a personal hate comment like like some of the stuff you got but then i'm just as like a psychology student now i knew i was gonna be a psychologist i'm like oh my god like i am like the anti-psychologist i'm like giving people an eating disorder (laughs) like you know like it was just so it's just a lot i mean especially like i don't even know about you but like 
I imagine getting that. I eating disorders hit quite close to home because like I have siblings and stuff yeah. like that and relatives and and you know it's just especially being a girl it's a thing where eating disorders you come across them and it impacted me growing up quite personally so I can imagine like getting told that you're like okay I understand the severity of that that really hurts like yeah well especially because I was like this is a book that it actually did a very good job of being like why this is a bad thing to like the person went through recovery in the book I remember like they were like I forget they were really competitive athlete I remember and that's that was the thing and but then they realized how unhealthy the behaviors were and they ended up getting treatment for it but apparently that book recommendation just ruined so many people's lives for some reason and so it was just a whole thing and then I remember after that I really started to be like oh wow like this is not like the nice group of small people that it was at the beginning when I started it's, this it's like it was than yourself like what you're posting is having an impact yeah, on people and I guess just like a little bit like I don't think people are quite aware of like what I mean for everyone it's different but like what was going on in my head constantly when I was posting I remember because I knew videos I made outside did better than videos I made inside. So the amount of times I walked through my kitchen past my parents holding like 12 books in a stack, like walking outside and like they were probably watching me from the window as I like held my phone up and was like holding books and doing some ridiculous shit. And then like every time I would watch TikToks, like I wasn't making them, I was just watching them. I was like looking for sounds. It's analytical. I was looking for sounds that I could use in my TikToks today. I hear the sound, it hits my ear right. What video could I make with this? Like I was constantly thinking about that. You're always on the clock. And I would wake up in the morning. I'd be like, time for the first video. Let's go. Let's get up. What am I going to post? I even remember right before we made this, we were looking through our old TikToks and what am I... One of my last viral videos before I left, I remember being like, this got so many views and I remember I hated it. I put no effort into it. I filmed this on my break at work in the bathroom. Like it was my face and I was in the bathroom at my work filming this. And I was like, I shouldn't have felt the need to be like, oh my God, I've only posted one TikTok today. Let me take my break, go to the bathroom and make a TikTok. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. No, I have so many videos like that where it's, like, embarrassing to talk about now. But I I understand that that's not me anymore. But, like, it was just – I was an addict. (laughs) Like, it was ridiculous where I think about there's so many videos where I look at and all my videos are made at night. Like, all my videos, they're at nighttime. And here's the thing. That's not just nighttime it's like 2 a.m like i know the viewer doesn't know that but i know that like it's made at 2 a.m when i should have been asleep but i was scrolling on tiktok for entertainment quote unquote because i'd always go on it was so hard to decipher you can't choose to go on tiktok for entertainment when you're also a creator because you're always on the clock like you can't watch a tiktok that's funny like how i how i would do it I'd be watching TikTok as quote-unquote entertainment. But if I laughed at something or if I liked something, I was like, why did I like that? You know? Why did I find that funny? Okay, it's because that was a funny sound. How do I use that sound? And then at 2 a.m., I'm like, 
well, now I have to get out of my bed. I have to get ready and I have to film a TikTok to this sound so I make other people laugh because then I can go viral. And then I haven't had a viral video today already out of the 12 I've already posted. So I got to post a 13th one. And this is like the, the mindset that I, I was 16 doing this shit. And I'm like... I, I always wondered what my parents thought, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was always in my room and it was just this thing of like constantly being in my room and I'm a perf- I'm, I was such a perfectionist with it too, which was just not ideal. Like the amount of times I would do a clip and then I'd have to go and delete it and redo it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and then it just started getting more and more as well. Like as time went on, like we would... For example, closed captions. Those are a thing now that you just do. Lily that wasn't. We had to type we out to everything type we said. If you ever did a talking video, oh my god, like you had to make that shit as quick and as concise as possible because you knew that you had to type out every single word of that. Because if you didn't, you'd get cancelled. Because you're being disrespect. You're discriminating against deaf people, and then you'd have to set the duration of everything. Like, oh my god, it was horrific it was Ugh. horrific it was horrific the hashtags had to be just right the hashtags had to be just right you had to have a good caption you had to filter the video effects remember when the sparkle thing was really big like See, right at the beginning we have different experiences because for me what made my tiktoks go viral very different from what you that's so true because I was very more meme comedic. And so mine involved, honestly, dare I say, a lot more acting chops. Like, yeah, fair. For me, the deleting happened, like the deleting and refilming happened when I'd go back and I'd watch a video and I'd be like, no, like I wasn't dramatic enough in that. I didn't say that correctly. Or, oh no, the way I said that came off too strongly. Oh, it came off too weakly. Like the way I, I lip synced that audio. You know what I mean? As I feel like yours probably would have been, oh, the background's not pretty enough with my book. Oh, the sparkle effect is a little off. Bit, it's off, yes. <laughs> yeah, mine was really based on us aesthetics because yeah. that's what got it going at the beginning because everyone loved my bookshelf. They thought it was great. It was rainbow at the time. And everyone was like, wow, that is incredible. This was before like rainbow bookshelves really started getting... Defense, you do have a great bookshelf. Yeah, my bookshelf does lay. <laughs> I understand. Um, if you want to know what the bookshelf looks like, it is still on the TikTok, but and I think it really just goes to show that, like, I feel like what it goes to show is we didn't actually care about the views or the likes or anything, but we cared that other people could see, like, the views and the likes because, for example, like, I mean, it is a bit yourself as well, but, like, the podcast, for example, let's talk about that, like, you and I look at the analytics I don't think you and I have a really hardcore stress about the analytics of the podcast like we did about TikTok. When I do, it's when I know I need to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but I'm saying like compared to TikTok, like how we used to stress about analytics, the podcast doesn't get as much stress on the analytics, but no one can see these analytics, right? Like only we can. Like people, the people listening right now, they don't know how many other people have listened to this episode, right? That's so true, yeah. And so, but whereas you can be like, oh, I only got like 200 views. That's so embarrassing. What if someone comes on my page? It's like, oh, she only got 200 views. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it was a bit yourself as well. You wanted that validation for yourself. But it was also a thing of like, other people are going to see yeah, that. Because there's that thing of, 
you're like in our cases we were teenagers yeah putting ourselves out there on the internet the worst thing that the most embarrassing thing you could do at that was fail like we're talking and we're talking about a topic that isn't trendy as well like Mm. books were like a nerdy losery thing to talk about it wasn't cool to read so we had to be famous so so the only way that we could accept like the only way that i could be like oh this is not embarrassing was if i got famous from it as well and here's the thing i know that that's how people would treat how people treated it because i when it i really knew it was starting to get a bit bigger than me was i was going to school and people were coming up to me saying oh you were on my for you page last night yeah and i'm like I don't know if I want to be that person. You know what I mean? Like, that's weird. Because for me, like, TikTok, it was such an intimate addiction I had with myself that when I actually saw other people were seeing that stuff, I was like, I remember I almost felt ashamed. I was like, how embarrassing. I was like, oh, no, you've seen me. Like, because they couldn't see this, but I knew that, like, the videos they were talking about were me chasing something you've seen me at like such a vulnerable point like for me i always came up on my friend's pinterest i was really big on pinterest um i remember my friends came up to me and they're like is this you on pinterest and i was like yep (laughs) yeah that was my thing (laughs) still when i came to university yeah i befriended people and they were like yeah you're famous on tiktok and i was like no i'm not like what are you talking about and then they're like no isn't this you like this is your account and i'm like yeah (laughs) i remember last semester of school i was taking an online environmental science class Mm -hmm. but on my canvas page which is what my school my university used like you could have like a profile picture and i remember i had one because sometime in first year when we were like all fully online they were like encouraged it so i had a profile picture and now this is almost two years later i had someone message me on canvas which never happens i was like that's very weird messaging me being like hi i'm also in environmental science i was looking at the other people in the class and i recognized you from tiktok like maybe we could study together sometime like i know your tiktok page and i was like what, how did she how do they think that's gonna make you study with them <laughs> i'm like uh yeah i ended up dropping the class a little while later for unrelated reasons but i i just remember being like i stopped posting on tiktok like six months ago yeah i was like why do you still know me <laughs> talked a bit about how we started and what it was like being in there mm-hmm. oh i should probably i haven't brought up the hate i got yeah i was waiting here's the thing uh another thing that's quite different with the experiences like lily and i had on book talk was lily was saying before how i don't know if you're saying if it was a pro or con but it was a bit impersonal yeah i was saying i was really grateful for that yeah and like people would try and hate on you but it really like wasn't you it was more like the books like you kind of hide behind the books but something about the videos i was in like they would be about books but they were me like you showed yourself in all your videos even the usernames at the book readers at it's olivia grace like yeah people were following 
Olivia Grace. Like, they're not following the book readers. Like, you know. And so I felt a lot more personal. And even I felt that a lot with the comments I would get, especially hate ones. They'd be very, like... Uh, they would attack things about me more than like the things I was making videos about and that was really weird to me because for me when I was making these TikToks it was a way for me like an introverted teen to I felt like I was hiding behind something like I could be something but also like hide behind something else but then I realized quite quickly that's not how other people saw it it was more me putting myself out there and I happen to be talking about this other thing too like yeah and you got a lot of hate for showing yourself like yeah just for having a personality I suppose or saying I mean there are things that I see now like I see now that the internet it's made to be diplomatic you don't say things for I mean, it's a rare circumstance that you were able to get away with saying a very unique or very one-way opinion. Like, something that can only be interpreted one way, Yeah, I suppose. A love or hate opinion, I should say. It's very difficult to get away with saying that, knowing that you're going to be loved with, like, a 100% success rate. Like, in order to do that, you kind of already need a fandom, I feel like. Like, if you're going to say something controversial, you need to say it with the confidence that, oh, my home, like, my people are going to back me up, my followers, you know? But I didn't have that. But I was still, I was also naive. So I was still putting myself (laughs) out there. I'm still trying. I'm trying to get this following by saying these controversial things. That's what was happening. And because I always felt like I had followers as well. But I didn't, and it was weird because my hate comments were so personal, but I felt like my followers were so, my relationship with my followers was so not connected. Like, if that made sense. Like, people, I would always hear stories from you actually being like, oh, people are DMing me saying that, like, I've, like, made their day or whatever. And I never got that, ever. I always got, like, you're (laughs) funny-ish. Ish. Ish. And then... Right under that would be a comment saying, um, like, oh, you're ugly. I can't believe you think you're pretty. You should get braces or this is embarrassing or, you know, things like just. And I I was just so dislikable to so many people on the surface level for reasons that I don't even know if I will ever let myself fully analyze because... I was, like, hated on in multiple languages, which is just so weird to me. Like, and I'm 16 when all of this is happening as well. Like, 16. And it's just the weirdest thing. And my family don't know about my page. People from school are coming up to me being like, oh, my God, you're on my free page. And I'm just, like, here as this 16-year-old trying to, like, live life while reading books also struggling with a severe addiction to a validation app and validation um and it was just such this her horrific combination i actually tried to leave like several times on my own account 
I guess like now it's a good segue into like the downfall, like the Mine. downfall of it's Libby Grace and the book readers. Mine was my story is a bit more boring. I'm not gonna lie, so I'll tell it quickly. So because Olivia's is more interesting than mine. Interesting is one word for it. <laughs> it grew so fast for me, like I already said, and I really grew as like a book recommendations person, which I really liked because I had a lot of books that I wanted to like share and stuff like that, and I felt like I had a lot of books I liked that were not as popular because that's what I read a lot growing up. And then I remember, like, once I started reading, like, all the popular books, like, I read Akatar, Throne of Glass, Six of Crows, and whenever I was talking about those, it was good, but then I remember, you can't recommend those books, because everyone already knows what they are, so anytime I ever tried to recommend a book that was even slightly, or tried to talk about a book that was even slightly different, it would get, like, absolutely no views, which was really annoying, because I was, like, I'm sick of talking about the same books, but that's all anyone wants to see. And it was so frustrating because I was bored. You know what it was? Sorry to interrupt. Book recommendation videos became a thing where people weren't seeking recommendations as much as they were seeking validation. Like pe- people wanted, people were watching, went from watching book rec videos being like, I need to find something to read to the reason they would watch them was to see if their favorite book was in there in a video where it's like books that made me cry and then it's like oh my god clockwork princess did make me cry like i'm not gonna lie i would watch book recommendations like that too yeah 100 so i was bored i was like this is ridiculous like i feel like nobody i can't do book recommendations anymore so then I had a lot of ideas for, like, other TikToks that I liked making and stuff like that. A little bit more on the lines of, like, my face ended up getting shown eventually. I don't know when the first time was. But I kind of tried to go along the lines of what, like, Olivia was creating. Because even though, obviously, there was a lot of problems, I was like, I feel like she's having more fun than I am. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like you could be more expressive and creative, I guess. Which obviously had its faults, we learned. But... At the time, I thought that that was, like, the perfect move. And then every time I tried to make videos like that, like, no one would like them either. But then I'd post a video being, like, book recommendations, The Cruel Prince, and everyone would be like, wow, that was an incredible video. (laughs) Like, I, too, love The Cruel Prince, right? And so I remember my account just got to be this thing where I was so bored because everything I did, everything I posted, like nobody liked it unless I was talking about the same thing over and over and over again and I know that like obviously it's not like all about views and stuff even though that was quite a big thing like we've been saying like you're searching that validation but you've got to a point where I was like I don't even care necessarily about the likes but it feels a bit weird to be posting videos out there that no one watches you know what I mean like it feels a, it just feels weird like why am I putting all my time into making a video that no one is gonna watch right when I could spend five seconds making a shit video that everyone's gonna watch and then I did that for a while and then I just started to like really hate it and resent the algorithm and honestly resent my followers as well because I was like you guys have no taste this is ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) again shows how fake it is you're going read Akatar and everyone's like yes and you're like jokes on you I hate Akatar (laughs) exactly and so it was just very frustrating because I was like I feel like nothing about this is what I like anymore and I was just constantly searching trying to get to that high that I got getting 10,000 followers in three weeks and it never came and I just felt like the more myself I was the less 
people like liked it. I started losing more followers. I started getting less views. And I really started to be like, no, I don't like this. I hate it. And so that's why I eventually left. But like I said, it's a bit... You boring. even try... But it's interesting. You're missing a part of your story, though, where, like, you even went away and you started a new I account. I started a new account because I wanted to try because I was like, I still love making videos. Let me try doing it on a new account. With the same name. Yep. And maybe get some new followers because <laughs> I didn't announce it either. Like, I didn't announce it on the old one. I was like, well, let me try to get some new followers that, like, I guess, like... I'm going to start it with, like, people aren't just following me for book recs. They're following me for whatever, like, more of my personality. And that did work. I did gain some followers. But then in the end, it just kind of ended up being the same thing where it was, like, the more of myself that I did show and the more, like, things personal to me that I did show, like, the less interested people would get. And it's, like, as a creator, it just made me realize that people didn't actually care about me. They just, like, cared about my, like, aesthetic <laughs> like, wow. and i was really just done with it so then i also left that account both of them are still up you can see my failed attempt at a new account too <laughs> i mean failed you still did pretty well I still did pretty well i think that account got like two thousand followers or something but in a short amount of time too so yeah now <laughs> da, 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 this is a big story <laughs> yes. there's so, many parts to this story many parts to the downfall of it's Olivia Grace <laughs> underscore or underscore it's Olivia Grace. The underscore was always changing. Um, so basically, I was on and off, and Lily can vouch for this. Where I'm like, I'm done. I'm deleting the app. I'm I'm sick and tired of this. Like, I I was aware I had a bit of a problem. I was like, this is not good, and I. It was just that day when Salva told me, and we're all, we were in a toxic relationship, Elena. <laughs> then stop loving me. I can't. I can't stop. And then we don't need. <laughs> but yeah, it was just that. And but there was also a part of me as well where it was coming back to that, like, because if I was putting into perspective, right? If we're taking into account the two years on like YouTube where I'd put invested hundreds of dollars into that as well, like thousands probably, because I had a, like, I bought, like, a $900 camera and Final Cut Pro was, like, 500 Like, so there wow. you go. That's crazy. That's crazy. And obviously, like, I had the funds for that because I was working and I wasn't paying rent because I'm a teenager. Mm -hmm. But still, like, that's so... And so taking into account that time, that money, that effort, the blood, the sweat, the tears... Um, <laughs> And then, you know, also the time I've spent making TikToks and the emotional damage, literally the, 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 <laughs> the blood, the sweat, damage. the tears. Yeah. It was like, I, I can't stop this, you know, like it would be I'm in too deep. <laughs> exactly. It was like, I'm in too deep. And then it just started this cycle of me going and coming back, going, coming back, blah, blah, blah. And also struggling to squeeze any original idea or content out of me. Because Lily's talking about how annoying it was not, like, having to stick to the same status quo. It felt like everything was already written out for her for what she had to do. I had the, I had the opposite problem where I was like, I can't keep coming up with new ideas. Like, I can't be told what to do in this. You know, my content, it was unpredictable. Like, that was what was 
the quote the charm of it almost i feel like in some ways i mean we were even going through our old pages before this and we're watching it i'm like yeah you can never guess what's gonna come next from me like you don't know what you're gonna get when you scroll next will it be a dylan o'brien video me yeah will it be me being like a fangirl over julian the phantoms we don't know (laughs) we don't know (laughs) talking about akatar for the one billionth time we don't know um i'm sitting here going i just don't i'm mentally drained exhausted and i'm sitting here going i don't know how long i can just keep doing this for but i also am not going to let myself be the person that's like i stopped myself from potentially you know getting at the time what was my dream job you know and what i had been working towards for five no not five like three years at that point Mm -hmm. on the side and yeah i literally remember as well i just hit one i'm like hitting all of these new lows and these new points of exhaustion where i but I'm also getting rewarded for it more than I ever have been before. Like in social media, I hit like 10,000 followers. I was like, oh my God, like 10,000 was always the number for me, you know? And it's exactly like we said earlier at the beginning of this episode where you will get the, the number that you think will make you happy and it doesn't and you don't know what to do with yourself. (laughs) And so I remember I hit 10,000. I was like, huh? Like, and then on top of that, I had multiple videos that had gotten 1 million views. Yeah. None of them about the things that I wanted to be known for. They were always about one of my videos that has 1 million views about blue light glasses, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) these and them. Blue light goddamn glasses. Like, you're telling me I've spent hundreds of hours probably deleting clips redoing clips because my acting skills of playing a comedic version of Feyre Archeon is not good enough <laughs> and you're telling me the fo- the video I took of me in the kitchen putting on a pair of blue light glasses in slow-mo saying nobody people with blue light glasses <laughs> is the thing that got me a million views like you're kidding and so it was just that unpredictability and then inevitably when that happens you're like well you know what I'm just gonna start making a video about anything and everything I can think of any idea it's a video any idea any thought I have any original thought I have it's a video you know and if that's when it gets messy because there's because a- some original thoughts shouldn't be shared. <laughs> um, because some things are in are made to be kept to ourselves, you know? Or some things, while harmless, the internet does not see them that way. Exactly. And so there's also no censorship. There's no branding. There's no marketing. Because social media, say, say it with me, everyone, is fake (laughs) and so when you start to be the most authentic unfiltered version of yourself on a platform that has perfect has thousands of followers and has been perfectly calculated over you know 
been three years in the making, it's not Shit good. Messy. Shit gets messy. And the thoughts I were posting about on the internet, first of all, I'd like to say, it's not like I'm sitting on here. These thoughts weren't bad. Like, no, no. I, this is not me dodging around the topic being like, oh my God, Olivia, it's Olivia Grace, massive racist. Like Olivia from <laughs> Two Girls Reader Podcast. Oh, she wasn't saying what they were because they were clearly like transphobic, homophobic. No, no, no. Yeah. Definitely not, you guys. Like these are more just things that are very like, I guess. Like, they were book opinions. They were opinions on books. On like, fictional characters on and fictional characters. stories. It was me and I I have so much trouble deciding whether or not I even want to say exactly what I said because I, it's gonna, it duh. burned me so duh. hard. Yeah, so I'm not going to say it. Let me just say, guys, like, I mean, they weren't that bad. Like, really, they weren't. They were just things that they were opinions about certain characters that other people disagreed with. And they took it way too personally because the video got way too viral. Exactly. And they were actually more than one video which is not going to help my case here at all yeah <laughs> so basically i come i'm going away i'm coming back i'm like on this tiktok you know i'm relapsing is what's happening <laughs> like i'm fucking relapsing and realizing oh turns out it's not that easy i can't just stop like you know i need to be cut off and the amount of times scroll deleted the app TikTok just to redownload it. Yeah. And anyway, I'm coming back. It's all messy, whatever. I'm still, I'm also in my final year of high school. I'm like trying to live my life. Like, anyway, um, and I go on. I don't know exactly what order these happened in, but I'll just try and say it randomly. Uh, I post a video saying, why are there so many men following me? Like, because I saw my analytics. The things I posted about, which I know this is fucked up now, but at the time, like, I thought the things I was posting about were not things that, like, men would be interested in. Like, I'm posting about, like, Dylan O'Brien thirst traps. I'm posting about, like, Julian the Phantoms. I'm posting about Teen Wolf. I'm posting about, like reading smutty books which uh, my favorite female characters are all the ones that are like killing men as side hustles i'm like i didn't realize like this was speaking to men like (laughs) i mean fair enough (laughs) also i do understand like in some ways it's not fair enough because obviously men are allowed to like those things as well and it's not coming from a place of oh like you're not allowed to like those things but it was more I mean, I mean, like, fair enough in the way it's, like, you at, like, 17 who had never met a single one of your followers, you know what I mean? You're just seeing them as, like, little percentages on your screen, so it's very weird. Like, I always felt like the people I was making the content for, it was weird to me because I never even really thought about who I was making this yeah. content for. It was, like, I'm making this because I don't really know why. I'm making it because I like a big number on my screen. And so when... <laughs> it started being personified i was like this was not who i was expecting so i make a video and i go why are there like so many of you like it, I'm, I'm hi like what's going on anyway it gets on the wrong side of the for you page and a bunch of grown men think 
it's fun to take it upon themselves to call a 16, 17 year old girl a clown. <laughs> um, and, you know, everyone was saying like, oh, imagine asking men to unfollow you. And nowhere in this video do I say the words, oh, unfollow me, men, <laughs> men, why? Like, yeah, like I understand how it could have been twisted that's another thing I've learned about the internet. You have to be very clear about what you're saying. You have to be like, there is no way that this can be misconstrued because this is what I'm saying and this is how I'm saying it. But the video, the way I said that video, it was messy. It was probably 2am on a school night. I should have been in bed and I regretted it. And so that was like strike one. Anyway, um, I delete the app. I go, this is just... I was tossing and turning as well. When this happens, I'm like, do I private the video? And then people are going to come and comment on my other videos. Because this was a level of hate that I'd never received before. I'd received hate on specific videos, hating on me for what I was doing in that video. AKA like, you look ugly in this. Oh, you're not like funny or something in this video. Like it's implied like you're not pretty in this TikTok I've seen of you. And then this was a new level of hate though where my other videos that had nothing to do with this video were getting comments from the people who clearly had seen me for the first time on the video getting a bunch of hate and they were going to my other videos hating on those. So that was like a new thing for me where I was like, oh, I don't get it. But like, oh, this is a new, it's like spreading. <laughs> so... I was like, do I private the video and then get accused of like hiding and whatever? And, or do I keep it up? Because I feel like I have nothing to be ashamed of. I don't think I said anything bad or wrong. Anyway, I private the video just because like I, I want it. I want to stop getting men telling me that I'm a clown. Um, yeah, that, that makes sense. Grown men too. I clicked on their yeah. profiles. I know. They're grown adults. I clicked on these profiles. Of course I did. I was very reliant on this validation. Um, and then, yeah, I got the comments straight away. Like 20 minutes after I privated the video, it was like, oh, we saw, we saw the video. Like, you can't deny it. We know what you did. And that almost makes it sound, like, worse, you know? Yeah, it's like what you've done was, like, horrible. Exactly. Exactly. And so, anyway, I just delete the app again. I'm like, okay, this is weird because instead of me trying to force myself unsuccessfully to leave the app, I almost feel like I'm being kicked off it, like, forced off it. Because the only thing that could have cut me off, like, I'm partially grateful for these experiences because the point where I was at, the only thing that could have stopped me from being on that app was the validation itself turning against me, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, anyway, I go away for a few days and I come back because I'd been hated on a lot at this point. And these little hater incidents, it was like you went away for a few days and you came back and everyone had forgot about it. Everyone's like, where's the, where's the new video? Like, what's the new funny meme video you got? Where's the new Akatar video today? <laughs> where's the new uh, Dylan O'Brien, you know, thirst meme? Where is that? And I'm like, okay, um, let me see what I can pull out my sleeve. And anyway, strike two. What was strike two? There was something else that happened. I'm guessing. It, well, I don't, I made a video where I was like, 
as a joke being like oh readers say their standards are so high then stand like then crush on like these characters and then I'm like naming all the toxic traits that these fictional men male popular characters have and I won't say which characters or what their popular traits are but I will say it was not in a from a place of I mean like kind of I wasn't insulting I was just stating facts it was it was written in a very comedic way exactly I had like emojis next to them like being like oh my god yeah like the alternating capital and lowercase letters like very obvious it was obviously a joke and some people got it but a lot of people did not and a lot of people like well don't last I checked like you like this character and I'm like yeah it's almost like it's part of the irony of the joke. Um, yeah, it's part of it. But anyway, people just were, like, annoyed. They were pressed. And that was a little one, though. There was a second thing that happened that I can't remember, which is probably for the best. I would go searching for it, but I can't be fucked. What's your big one? I can think of one more, but it might be your big one. The big one is the one where it was, like, other people were making videos of it, you were saying. No, that was like my. F- no, that's a little. <laughs> <laughs> People were making videos about that too, babes. Yeah, yeah but that was like in the. That was one of the early ones. Okay, what's the big one? The big what did you do last? I can't even keep track of all your exactly. cancellations. The, it's a surprise I kept bouncing back, honestly. They were yeah, you really should have. I would have left a long time ago. Yeah, the big one was when I. You know what the big one is. I can't think of it. Okay. The big one was... Uh, I don't even really want to say what the video was. Not because I'm ashamed of it, but more just... This is, like, the video that really, like, kicked me off the app. Because, like, the... Honestly, like, the, the effects of it were traumatic. Like, I don't like talking about it a lot, so... Just talk about it. You don't have to talk about it a lot. Just... Yeah, so... I can't even think about how to say it. Oh, basically, I just made a video and it was talking, it was related to the consumption of when Smart Talk was really. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Smart Talk was really taking off on TikTok. And coming from like when we first started on Book Talk, never the direction I expected Book Talk to go. And honestly, it was very scary for me because I was like how do I fit into this narrative like and let me just say at the time as well like smut talk had just taken off so people were going way too over the top with it like they were just like it's like now smut talk is still popular but at this point that was like all that there was it was like like people were like millions of young girls discover porn for the first time yeah like these 13 year olds being like the 70 books I read this month and they'd all be like really disturbing like borderline abuse sex books like and it was just concerning it was concerning and it made me like uncomfortable and so again I was at the point of my like TikTok relationship where my relationship with TikTok where I'm like any thought I have like post about it so I'm like here's a thought and here's a big thought Let's post about it. And I remember going to bed. And you know what's awkward? I remember going to bed and I made this video. And, you know, briefly just kind of talking about, like, 
isn't it weird? Like, anyone else? Is anyone else uncomfortable? It's like this is new. Yeah, this like, is new. what's happening? Anyone else uncomfortable? Or is this just me? Um, and I remember going to bed feeling quite confident. Like I'd said more controversial things. I felt like, like I, I yeah, there were I'd posted things before where I'd be like, I don't know how that's gonna go. But this was a video that I posted. And I was like, I'm confident in this opinion. And I'm confident that people will agree with me when I say that this is a bit weird, you know? I remember seeing that video before, like, the haters came in and being like, oh, like, she phrased what she was trying to say so well. That's great. You just phrased it. Because it is a delicate line to walk. And there's certain things that are more okay about it than others. But I was like, oh, she phrased it really well in oh, her video. Sorry. I didn't know that you thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, um yeah like I remember being confident and I went to bed because it was like 2am of course and then I woke up and I saw it had like thousands and thousands of views and I was like I actually wasn't scared I was like oh like gives and I was like people are probably hating on it let's see because nobody liked me at this point I felt like and what really got to me though was like I opened the comments and like the out of the top 10 not a single one of them was positive like they were all just and what hurt the most was they were people that I'd had like parasocial relationships with the with online like they were creators that I'd dm'd and been people who had claimed to be like my friends or like supporters saying completely just obliterating me <laughs> in the in like five words or less just things of like oh you really thought you ate and me things like that where from any person it wouldn't have hurt but coming from like mutual mutual friend because on tiktok too if you follow a person who also follows you back you're not mutual followers your friends your friends with this person and there's a special one creator which i will not name um they were really big really 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 big like yeah like (laughs) one of the biggest creators on the platform now and they commented on it and i just knew like they had a blue tick and i was like something else about the algorithm if somebody with a lot of followers comments on your post, it immediately boosts it. And I just knew once they commented on it, I was like, oh, I'm fucked. Like, and I was right because literally every single, I would literally remember the moment I was about to go into work. Like, this just goes to show the difference, right? Like, you really never know. It's so fake. I was about to go into work at boost juice which at a juice bar because even though I had these followers and these numbers I had not gained a single cent from it and the TikTok creator fund had come into play at this point that's when it really started showing the gap as well it was like all the American and European book talkers I was seeing videos they were making bank for making for getting less views and followers than we were in like a month it was disheartening and they would make videos about it in the beginning too being like look how much tiktok's paying me it was like eight hundred dollars 
and for getting an amount of views that I was getting more of I was like I don't that's insane and so that was when the difference really started showing as well I felt where there were people who were doing the exact same as me getting paid 800 a month and I'm about to go into a juice bar where I'm getting underpaid and overworked like and also I went on my phone and I was like I'll just have a look at the comments and I just I was in my car and I just I took like 0.2 seconds at them and the thought of that many people hating me like it got to me so bad I literally was in my car and I started having like a mental breakdown I was like no 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 like I was about I had to go into my shift to work I remember I had to pull myself together but my hands like were shaking I couldn't even I, I had like a panic attack on the way to work because I was like everybody hates me like I can't come back from this like I am cancelled <laughs> like it was the weirdest thing and I just went away and I was just I went to work at the shift and I was like this is just so weird and I finished my work shift and I went back home I didn't have time to private the video or anything you know mm-hmm. so I'm working this entire shift knowing as well that as I'm serving people juices there's more, a, people. more people are hating me more people are making stitches more people are duetting talking about how much of a horrible person I am and how I don't deserve a platform and how everything that I've been working up to for three years thousands of dollars of investments at 17 years old is just being stripped away from me and I don't deserve it and I remember I finished my shift and I went home and I went straight to my room. I slammed the door and I went on my phone and I just, I looked for maybe a little bit more, like 10 seconds more. And the video jumped up to like 15K or something, I feel like at this mm-hmm. point. And I'm just like, and uh, and all the comments about this, like every hate comment has like thousands of likes. Mm-hmm. And I'm also getting a bunch of notifications being like, so-and-so added you so-and-so added you and if you get an at it means like somebody's like made a video and then like been like at so-and-so like they, they've they tagged you, you. Yeah. they tagged you they want you to see it or they want everyone else to know that it's about you or if you get the at notification it could also mean that you've been stitched or you've been duetted um and that's just that's just as bad um and I never watched any of those stitches but I just I did you did (laughs) well they just came up on my for you page you see yeah that's fun isn't it yeah we'd facetime for three hours and then we'd hang up and I was like I'm gonna watch 10 minutes of tiktok before I go to bed and then it would be you (laughs) and I would just be like (sighs) like I would watch them because only because I wanted to know, like, what was the move, like, what people were saying, like, yeah. what the issues were. Because, like I said, I genuinely didn't understand what the issues were. Like, I just, because, um, I, I, like I said, I thought it was a very well-spoken video. And so when I wanted to watch, I wanted to watch this to see what people were saying. And... They were not kind, but at this point, we had already said goodbye to Olivia off of the app. She, that was your last time, right? Yeah, I went away and, um, yeah, I just deleted it. And honestly, that 
that did a good job at getting me off. I remember it was a month before I even considered downloading that app again. And yeah. a month went by and I was like, let me see if like there's one more chance. I'll give it like one more go. And I put, and it won't be about books and it won't be about, so I posted a, a video and actually surprisingly did well, <laughs> um, which did not help the I, I really needed that video to do bad. That's what I needed. I needed TikTok to stop giving me the validation I was clearly searching for. Um, and I made a video. It was about, like, like Australia. And it was so weird because, like, uh, yeah, I just made a video about Australia and it did really well. And then I still got hated on in that video. And I was like, it's been a month. And people, I've, like, I realised, I was like, because part of why I came back was, oh, all these people still follow me, you know? And I had this many followers for long before this thing came about. Oh, I can't, like, let them down. And then I was like, oh, these aren't followers. These are people waiting for me to post again so they can hate on me. Like, that was such a horrible feeling and, and such a horrible realisation. I know not every single person who was following me felt that way. But it sure felt like it. And so then I went away again. And then it started... The gaps just started getting longer and longer. And um, every time I came back, I posted about something kind of different, I guess. I also... The only other post after, like, leaving BookTok, quote-unquote, that I have that did really well, it was, like, just another post about, like, Australia that got 70,000 views. And I made it as well... Like, I also probably want to make it clear, like, I really got my shit together after I left TikTok. That's the funny thing. Like, I thought being on TikTok was going to be my saving grace. Getting off of it was. It was when I was forced off of it that I finally saw, like, I need to get a job. Like, what am I doing? And I saw, God, like, I haven't even seen the sun. I haven't got a normal amount of sleep in, like, a year and a half because I've been craving the validation of these people. Another reason I would post at 2am was because I knew 2am for me was, like, 9am in, the in like, America or whatever sometimes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what my logic thought it was. I don't know if it actually was that. But, um, yeah, I'm like, I need to stop reading because I realised I, I didn't like read for me. I read for so I could make a video about it you know and I got like a job and I met some great people and I finally like got to learn who I was who the non-exaggerated version of me was who I kind of forgot who that was honestly I was like what is the who is like Olivia you know not like it's Olivia Grace like who is Olivia which is so weird that all of that damage can come from a measly 10,000 followers like it just always makes me think about those poor people who have like millions and hundreds of millions I'm like especially on TikTok and stuff like that because those people like do go from being nothing to like everything usually like with other platforms like Instagram it's kind of a little bit less you know it's more oh these are celebrities that have been in this industry for years they've been kind of groomed into it and they can they've been trained into it but like yeah it's just insane and I posted a video like one more about Australia got like 70,000 views and like my hair was cut and I it was 
the I think I knew that I was gone for good when I posted that video. Everyone was co- commenting like the few who actually were nice to me after everything, and they were like, "I love your hair," and I was like, "Oh, I cut my hair." Like, because it had been so long since I'd actually cut my hair. Yeah. But it's just, that was the first time they'd seen my hair cut. And I was like, that's so, yeah, I'm definitely gone now. Because, like, I don't know, there was something about that time. Yeah. I was like, there was something about that that made me realise, oh, yeah, I'm not on here frequently anymore enough to be considered a creator. Like, I'm done. And, yeah, I mean, there have been a few times where I've thought about going back on that account, but... The truth is the effects of like that, those incidents, I think they'll last with me honestly forever. I can't be on that account for more than 10 minutes without starting to get that same panic attack feeling I got that day that I saw everybody hated on me. It honestly feels like that, that account, it has like a virus in it, like, (laughs) and I don't feel comfortable being, exposing myself to it, which is unfortunate because I mean, I didn't get rid of those videos. That's the, that's the funny thing. Like... The videos that got me cancelled, the videos that got me hated on, the stitches, they're all still there for me to look at one day. And I want to keep it like that, but I don't know when that day will be or if I'll ever look at them. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't think deleting them is like the answer for me yet. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just weird because it consumed so much of our lives. And then it's like we got our friendship out of it and the podcast came out of it and so much came out of it. Yeah, now it's at a point where I'm just like, it's... It's in the past. It's in the past. And there are things that have definitely come with us from it, like the podcast and our friendship, like you said. But I don't know. I didn't think I'd ever go back. Like, even talking about this for so long, it'll probably, like, dwell for a bit now. I'm like, oh, my God. So, enjoy this episode. It'll probably be the last time you hear the story. I think, yeah, I think part of why I feel like this episode idea came about when we were just like, I feel like for me, my side of the story never got told yeah. ever. Like there are all these stitches like Lily are talking about going, this girl, la da 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 da. Like I haven't seen any of them, so I don't know. But I'm, I doubt any of them actually are taking into consideration my feelings. <laughs> and no, so... I probably won't talk about this ever again, hopefully. I like to leave it in the past, but... You guys got to hear it today, I guess, so... Here you go. That is why Two Girls Who Read a Podcast is now a podcast where two readers get together and discuss book-related things instead of two book talkers. And if you didn't even know that we were ever book talkers, this is interesting for you because you're like... I mean, they will uh, now because you've (laughs) shouted it out like a bunch of times. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's all. This is kind of a longer one, so... Oh, well. It was a big story, so... Yeah, thanks for listening, and... And... Okay, bye-bye. Bye!